0: Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. This week's friends are Dakota Carper and Brendan Hearn of Hemlock and Hickory. We recorded this at Clifftop back in August. Get Up In The Cool is listener-supported. Shout-out to Karen Felder and George Jackson, Get Up In The Cool's newest Patreon supporters. Thank you both so much. Also, what a coincidence. George, I was just about to join your fiddle lesson Patreon. If y'all want to join Karen and George in helping me make this show every week, you can chip in at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. There's a link in the show notes. By the way, thanks for your patience and I'm sorry this week's episode is late. My partner Becca took me to Iceland for my birthday and I didn't want to stay up late before the trip getting another episode edited. I only had one day between tour and going out and going on vacation. I only had time for one episode and uh, I just didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> I thought that was a recipe for a disaster. So. I can now safely say this episode is fully edited, and it sounds great. I don't know if I would have been able to do that, uh, you know, in the wee hours of the morning right before an international trip. I think this one's worth the wait. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with Hemlock and Hickory. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Top, like Neo Trad jam, mm-hmm. like yet. Oh. Um, and this was just what I needed. Yeah, okay. okay. I needed a halftime groove. <laughs> I needed some rehar. Yes. I needed some vibey. Like
1: <sighs> this yes. so fun. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Um
0: I'm locking hickory,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is to say Dakota Carper and Brennan Hearn, welcome to Get Up in the Cool, and congratulations on winning first place uh, last night at the Neotrad contest. Yeah.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so much. Yeah. We're, we're excited to be here on Get Up in the Cool. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: when did you all start playing together?
2: Uh, we actually met here at Clifftop um, in 2018, yeah. um, and it was well, just like 50 feet from where we are recording now. And, uh, we're late night jamming and, you know, slowly people started pittering away and like, you know, I'm going to bed now, I'm going to bed. And, uh, then it was, it whittled down to just the two of us and we stayed up till, who knows, three or four in the morning, just duetting stuff. And Mm. it was kind of like, I don't know, that was like the the light bulb moment of we need to be playing music together. So, Yeah. yeah,
0: totally. And, uh, I think your album release party happened right before I rolled in. Um, but you have an you have an album. Yes. Out. Yeah. 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 Congratulations on that as Thank well. You. Yeah. Tell me what's, what's on the album. What's, what can we expect to hear on that?
3: Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, um, it's you know a lot of old time based stuff, but a lot of the arrangements are, you know, obviously more, um, contemporary. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, it's we have a few originals on there. Um we have some stuff that we've been playing together for a long time. Um and uh yeah, we we had a cool experience recording it in uh Boston um and my we asked my brother to produce it, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um so we have he played guitar and some stuff, so it's kind of fiddle and cello as the main base of everything, and then you have bass and guitar on there as well. Yeah. So Oh,
0: yeah. That
2: was that was a fun dynamic having the two brothers like the younger brother being the producer of the older brother's CD. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> was it fun? Oh, <laughs> was it, it yeah. Was. Yeah, Dakota got a first hand experience <laughs> in that. Yeah. But, yeah. the Hearn brothers were working stuff out in the studio. Yeah, cool. But, yeah. yeah they, was, they
0: got
2: along. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe that maybe that's good because you have I mean, you have to be able to advocate for yourself in the studio and um we practice doing that with our siblings mm-hmm. So
3: yep. yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah. It's funny to have your little brother telling you to do your your fifteenth take of vocal vocal recording.
1: You're gonna want this. Yeah. You yeah. can do you're, better than that. It was very fun though. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, but but he did a great job. Like I'm I'm so glad that we had him do it because totally. he was like so on top of it and.
3: It, it's so nice to have someone who knows both of our, our playing so well, you know, yeah. and really knows, like, oh, cool, I kind of, you know, I think you guys can do this one better, or, like, mm-hmm. I think that was the right take, and, you know. Mm-hmm. It's-
0: so he's familiar with your playing as well. How does he know you?
2: Um, well, I think I actually met him the same year that I met you here uh, at Clifftop. He's cool. only been that once. Um, and then just from spending time with Brendan and hanging out with his family and stuff, uh, getting to know him a little bit that way. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: yeah. Dakota, I think I first was familiar, uh, with your playing, I think during the time of the pandemic, well, like when that started, because I started getting exposed to a lot of people putting music on the internet as opposed yes. to just in person. Right. Um, and I think you were doing a lot of collaborations with like old time central. I was. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, wow, I have to, um, meet this person if I'm ever allowed out of the house again. <laughs> and so here we are. So this is so perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when did you start playing fiddle and start playing old-time so? music?
2: Um, I started playing when I was about eight years old. My uh, dad, uh, Pete Hobby, he's here at the festival too. He got me my first fiddle and started me off kind of on the, the classical path with the Suzuki program. Um. Um, And I began doing that and then like within a couple of years started then simultaneously um, learning some old time music and going to jams. Um, I'm really fortunate to live very near Joe Herman, who's just an amazing musician amazing fiddler yeah. so I've um, spent a lot of years playing with him and and some structured apprenticeships with him um, wow. yeah Great. it's amazing, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I've yeah I it was kind of funny there was a point actually when I was young and I was like taking my classical lessons and then going and jamming it at, at the cabin and and you know learning my fiddle tunes and so I would show up at my classical class and would be playing something and you know, my posture would slip or something like that. And my classical teacher would be like, Oh, you've been hanging out with those fiddlers again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, uh, interesting, you know, that parallel, uh, line of the two genres for a little while. And yeah. then, um, probably in my teen years or early twenties, I was, uh, kind of shifted completely to just, I just want to play folk music. This is yeah. really what makes me happy. And, um, just diving into old-time music that way. No. Yeah.
0: No. Wow. Um, Hang out with the schoolers again, have you? Was, was, was that was that said with like judgment or? Um,
2: it was. It was just a statement. I think you know to yeah. to be taken as as yeah. I chose. You know. I think. Uh, I now. I spend a lot of time teaching at my. Um, and I have young students, and like when they have, you know uh, posture faux pas, which I think like, okay, this is going to, you know, make it harder for you to play down the line. Yeah. I, I realized, you know, in retrospect that that was like my teacher saying, all right, so I'm just going to make light of this, but you're, right. you're kind of, you're screwing yourself if you don't like find a way to, to, you know, get around this hurdle of whatever you've been doing kind of thing. Yeah. Are there
0: any, um, posture, faux um that you in in like fiddling as opposed to classical that Mm. you'd be discouraged from doing in classical music that you think are actually fine
1: Mm. um that you would Mm. say
0: like no this is acceptable and like Mm -hmm. this is sustainable how Um, much of it is about actual ergonomics and how much of it is about like presentation
2: sure sure i think um I I would say that one of the areas where I think it's not necessarily so detrimental is in the bow holds that I see various fiddlers yeah. using you know yes, a people. very very classical bow hold would be like this Okay or... so you're
0: doing the like thumb mm-hmm. you know underneath the
2: under the frog Frog, Uh or
0: in or in the middle right
2: and then like the two middle fingers and the bunny ears
0: yeah the floppy exactly Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: yeah so that's like very very perfectly classical kind of bow hold but i kind of realizing that the heart of that is to make your hand relaxed and not create specific stress points so yeah. i see a lot of fiddlers that you know they might do something like this where so they're like
0: holding a joint <laughs> <laughs> yeah holding,
2: and man that's gonna make you relax yeah. you know <laughs> but uh yeah. you know just realizing
1: that <laughs> yeah. that's <switch>, the dakota <laughs> carper <corporate> technique
3: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> right you yeah. so know specifically in that one you you were holding uh, sort of Two, two fingers and a thumb, and the thumb's kind of in the middle. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. And, and I see, like, a lot of fiddlers doing that, and they it allows them a lot of flexibility in their hand uh, yeah. and motion. Um, so I think, like, at the end of the day, sort of the, the root thing is to be able to, to have motion yeah. fluidly and in a relaxed manner. Anytime you're tensing up, it's going to make it harder to, um, I don't know, it's like a, a block that you're putting up between you and the music. Yeah. So. I,
0: I feel like I perceive, like, in classical and in old time, there are certain, like, postures that are a little bit more about presentation. Yes. Uh, like, including, like, I feel like I've seen a fair amount of old time fiddlers, specifically, who have some postures that look, um, uh... Dangerous, (laughs) but it's like, and I sort of wonder—is this a part of like an affectation or something, and like a way of like selling music? And then they get like you know Mm -hmm. back problems and tendonitis (laughs) and stuff, right? Yeah, Uh So it's like that can be harmful too, you know. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if there's yeah some middle ground where it's like, what does the body actually want?
2: I think so. I mean, you know. Coming from a little bit of like a classical background, one of the best things my first teacher told to me was that if you have pain at any point in your body from playing this instrument, something needs to change. There should be no pain whatsoever. And so like all of of the posture things that I think of are like finding ways that if your body was in its resting state, like how can I change it as little as possible to hold this instrument, you know? And so, yeah, when I see things like... You know, this, this crooked wrist is one of the big ones, you know, yeah,
0: having the, the, the back of the neck mm-hmm. go between the, like in the middle of the palm. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. And it's like that. All right. It's tightening up all the muscles in my forearm, yeah. the back of my hand.
0: You're scraping your tendons through yes! your carpal tunnel. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, people <laughs> right. are
2: like, I see they get blisters right here Holy even. Shit. Yeah. And, oh and it's like, okay, that's locked up all this tension in your arm. Yeah. And it's also, like, constricted you. Like, you can, can't really move up the neck because yeah. of that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think those are things that if, if you're super happy with the way you're holding it, then that's lovely. But, you know, there's always so much more potential to grow and, and maybe find something bigger, you know? Yeah. So,
0: I love, Yeah, I love that. Um, I think, I think sometimes, like, instrumentalists want to be, like... They want to be like a wizard with a wand. It's mm-hmm. like the magic's in you. You know, it's like right. your body's part of the instrument, you know. Yeah. It's like you have to like feel like they want to like have the instrument be kind of like like source of power. It's like <laughs> right. I
1: don't I like know.
0: That. It's like no, it's like you're like the other half, Yeah. Of and, uh, I feel like uh I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's
0: why I, like with my students it's like,
1: mm-hmm. it's like
0: pay attention to your body it's yeah. like usually people are like no I'm playing the instrument to like get away from thinking about my body and, right to like oh, right,
3: right.
0: have to focus on something else it's like nope sorry right, right <laughs> Yeah. Right. what do you want to play next
3: what about we played
0: um grumbling uh, oh. like, grumbling old growling man
2: <laughs> grumbling old man growling old woman or yeah. something like that yeah. do you do that are, one?
0: are the straights okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: uh, <laughs> what's happening what's happening yeah no
2: there's issues going on I, I there I, I, think
0: I, I think i played that one
2: okay yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Um, what key is it I think
0: it is it it's, it's like a A, a, minor, yeah, like okay, a
2: think, minor yeah okay let's thing.
1: do it okay cool. great Thank you.
3: It was just super fun.
2: Mutually, mutually <laughs> felt. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Brendan, when did you, when did you start playing old time music and why?
3: Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. I hadn't played any old time music until I came to Clifftop 2018. Yeah. Um, my sister and, uh, now brother-in-law and my brother actually all, all were coming down here. So I was yeah. like, well, yeah. give it a shot and see what's up. I don't well, know. It sounds
0: like you've been playing cello for longer than
3: 2018? Yes, correct. So what were you playing before? I I grew up, I started playing cello when I was um, seven, and I grew up doing a lot of classical music, um, and then around when I was maybe 11 or 12, um, my parents uh, started, well, I guess my my sister and brother also played um, fiddle, um, and my brother later switched to guitar. Um, So when we were like 12, 13, maybe, um, we started going to Irish pubs. Like yeah, on Sundays and do like yeah. the kids session, you know, <laughs> um, and then we got really into that. And so my siblings and I grew up playing a lot of Irish and Scottish music. Um, so that's kind of where my my main background was. And yeah, the, yeah, the rhythm's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I I wondered as we were playing, I was like, <laughs> this person's they played a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Knows his yeah. way around that. <laughs> yeah. So, but 2018 Good clipped out his first. Uh,
3: First time into old time, old time music,
0: music, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm always interested in uh, the experiences of uh, people who play instruments that aren't in the f- official like string yeah. band. You know, even though there's totally source you know, recordings of you know cello and stuff. You know, totally. what is your experience in like festival revival old time playing playing cello, and how, how have you musically adapted? Uh, to find your uh, niche and what you want to do. And maybe if you want to speak on it, like socially. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh,
1: so nice. Yeah.
3: That's a great <laughs> question. We can
0: be a bit precious about our fragile tradition. <laughs>
3: right, I think what's funny is I think so many traditions do that and they're protective yeah. of their thing and they yeah. don't want this like newfangled, you know, instrument or, or vibe or, yeah. or style coming in and kind of ruining the thing that they hold so precious which i think is kind of great in one way and then really like raising a large you know barrier in another way so like growing up I, especially like you know when i was uh 12 13 14 starting to go to those irish sessions it was that was was that's where i got this really hard shell of being like and being able to read the vibe quickly i yeah. think because I busted, I mean, probably dozens of jams, like sure. hundreds of jams. I'm yeah. sure of just coming in, and just like learning how to chop. You know, yeah. from, <laughs> and then chopping all over, just like yeah. Rattlin' Bog. And they're like, "Sir, please leave." You know, yeah. like, <laughs> it was. Yeah, you could just. Were it, you
2: ever actually asked to leave a jam? You think, or no? Um,
3: just, or when I was like younger, sh- cold-shouldered. It was definitely bit. a lot of cold-shouldering, <laughs> you know, because you're like kind of doing pizzicato, and the chop was still being like really pushed out in in cello music you know at that time um so then i think i had a pretty good read on who like what people in a jam are accepting you know of of cello in general and the style so when i got to old time music i was kind of like oh cool i'm gonna seek out to me the safe people, you know, yeah, and try yeah. stuff out, and that's why I had kind of a, in Dakota as one of those people, you know, yeah. like cool, do do whatever. I'm not gonna.
1: Yeah. You, you cool? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know,
2: he keeps right. coming up with the best stuff, so yeah, <laughs> just keep keep playing with it. Yeah, yeah. you'll get there one day, kid. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> no. So it was a lot of it was a
3: lot of that, you know, mm. trying to figure out who's yeah who's a. Mm like people who are you know, open to it until finally like other people are kind of like, Oh cool. That's something I'd, I'd want to play with, you know, and yeah. they hear it through the, through the grapevine. So yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that energy gets directed at, you know, like kind of everyone in general. It's not just the jealous. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i right. am to sit down and play banjo with people and have, you know, and they're like, well, I don't know. I don't oh, know. You. I haven't played
1: with you before. <laughs> totally. You know, like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. I was wondering if you could also speak on the Ministry of Folk. You're a minister of folk. I'm a, I am a minister. <laughs> right. <laughs> minister. I'm a head, I head minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my resume. Yeah, i had yeah. uh, Kate Gregory on the show. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to speak on that a little bit.
3: Yeah, the Ministry of Folk was, um, started, um, April, 2020. My friend, uh, Summer McCall is a great cellist, um, and fiddle player, um, in boston she called me and she was like hey I, you know i think this pandemic thing is going to be going for a while we should try to figure out something that'll help um you know musicians in some way and i think the initial idea was this like online store maybe that people yeah. could sell their merch and whatever yeah. um and that e-commerce idea was really cool uh but it was i think gonna be really expensive to build so we kind of yeah, pivoted yeah. to like what if we did like just an kind of what a record label would do just have like an artist registry yeah. let's get everyone together and then figure out what to do from there yeah and so we kind of recruited a few friends um along the way uh jackson clausen who um is a great developer he helped us build the website um and then sarah collins is um our other who's here who's but, here yeah, yeah i on. just met her yeah oh okay cool yeah. yeah she's um i think of her as our, our fearless leader she's <laughs> she's very uh she knows yeah. what's going on and yeah. she's a great great organizer so we kind of put the team together and then Throughout over the past two years, we've been meeting, you know, trying to meet every Thursday for the past two years and did a bunch of sessions, online sessions, and um, we created something called Serenade-O-Grams, where you can. Um, order, uh, a custom voice memo and send it to some, like a loved yeah. one on Valentine's day or yeah, whatever. It's,
1: so. sweet. it's
0: like, uh, it's a, a, a cameo, but, <laughs> exactly. but with a
3: fiddle. But right. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Right. But Dallas you get Old Joe yeah. Clark. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. you, mom. Yeah. Happy mother's day. Yeah. Here's old Joe Clark. Yeah. Sweet. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
0: well, yeah. Thanks for doing that. I've been, uh, just really impressed uh, by all of the um, the communal organizing, like among the tribe of musicians the of folk is def- definitely up there yeah yeah when you're doing is really lovely I'm enjoying being one of your constituents yeah yeah. <laughs> right. yeah.
3: part of the the congregation yeah, absolutely right. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's
3: been a really good project to have it was especially during the pandemic I think that was yeah. one thing that kept at least us four sane and we could like we did an we did an online camp that was I think one of my favorite things and, like winter 2020 that just brought everyone together yeah. online that was like a great challenge to deal with yeah mm. very cool
0: well let's let's play another tune can we do one of your originals and then talk about yeah, um, yeah. how y'all go about writing tunes <laughs> totally. what do you want to
3: play.
2: Aunt Ellen. Aunt Ellen. A
3: oh. tune I wrote called Aunt Ellen in the Hallway. Mm. Aunt yeah. Ellen in the Hallway. What an old-time
0: yeah. yeah. tune. I know, oh, I know.
2: There's a good story with it. Yeah, let's, yeah.
0: Uh, let's play it and then out-reduce it. Sure, okay. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got the anticipation on the last yeah. one. Yeah, d- d- down. Yeah. yeah, what a sweet tune. Yeah, yeah. I l- I like that. It's like, like so so like lovely and sweet, and then it has this one riff in it. that's just like, and then jazz hands. To
3: the <laughs> yeah. oh, did you want to have yeah. a good time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's great. Uh,
0: so, whose yeah. whose aunt is this? it's it's my aunt my aunt Aunt ellen tell us about aunt ellen man
3: uh in the hallway in the hallway the The story goes so i wrote this tune um in like may and i think i'd been it's one of those things where you've been percolating on some ideas for like i think months and i all of a sudden i just sat down i was like i I got it and it was like seven minutes and i just wrote the whole thing and i was like great and then i was trying to like i don't know think of a good story to like you know name it and i remembered back about a month before it was around easter um all my Uh, siblings and I were at my cousin's wedding so we're all coming back from the hotel bar putting our stuff down put our instruments back in the hotel room and um, we come we turn the corner and we see my aunt Ellen uh, sitting down outside her room with two two or three Easter baskets and she's you know it's like post-wedding she's in her like pajamas Um, and she's like 4'11 she's a real real tiny lady and just the nicest and we're like aunt Ellen what are you doing she's like oh it's easter tomorrow where i'm just packing these these bags you know for my kids who are 18 and yeah, 21 yeah. you know she's like oh you know yeah. and so we uh really like, well you can't just do that alone in the hallway yeah. it's like 11:30, and like yeah. the whole family's what at the hotel. so we bring her to the hotel bar we yeah. get her a beer and we have this like cousin production line of you know oh, so sweet. stacking you know or packing the the easter baskets um and it was, and then we went around and delivered them to a few different people and it was a last. So I was looking for a good name and I decided Aunt Ellen in the hallway was like a good old time style name, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Well, I like that story a lot. <laughs> <laughs> really- it's
3: very, very wholesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how do you, how do you two go about, um, like, like on the album, like how much is original and... Mm-hmm. Who, who does the writing and how do you arrange it are there co-written tunes or do you just bring
1: mm-hmm.
0: your own tunes yeah speak on that what's your process
2: it's kind of a mixture i mean that one was one that brendan had written we have another one on um our album called jack in the pulpit that was more of a collaborative project um and then we have some that or we have one that i wrote on there as well and so um it's i don't know we live like five and a half hours away from yeah. each other so we don't necessarily get to you know sit and jam together all the time for writing like tunes in person but we'll often be like hey i have this idea you know s- you know here's an audio clip i'm sending you play around with it and see what you what you think of it or uh i wrote uh, <laughs> one time i texted you i was like just send me some random random chord progression and yeah. then i sat like with a while like okay this is what those chords would sound like. What can I do with this? Yeah. You know, so it can be a mixture of things. And then um, then when we finally get together, kind of figuring out, okay, this works, that doesn't. Yeah. You
3: know. We kind of have rough ideas of what mm-hmm. what might be the top of the list to try to, try to you know, figure out creatively. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It sounds like a
0: very easy collaboration. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. great and rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Should we
1: do another
3: original tune? Sure. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, let's do um, the one, this is the one we played uh, at the competition yesterday. Yeah. Um, uh, this one's called Jack in the Pulpit. Jack
1: in
0: the Pulpit. Yes. <laughs> such, such a perfect, like, formula for all time games. It's just like, subject and location and, then, and right, <laughs> yeah. right what is oh, it that's doing right, both
1: yeah. Are, yeah.
2: Yeah. name and place yeah.
3: whoa so good oh, of banjo wow, wow.
1: Cool.
2: Jack in the pulpit Jack, Jack in, in a, the pulpit
3: was he doing uh, easter eggs
0: and the, in the uh, pulpit it's Jack- like, this isn't going to do this let's go to the bar Jack- <laughs>
2: that's good, <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> good.
0: That's,
2: a lot of our stories do involve something <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this case, Jack in the Pulpit is not a person, but a thing, actually. It's,
3: it's a, uh, a plant. It's a flower that, that grew outside my bedroom window, oh my and, um, and I wanted to name our, our band Jack in the Pulpit,
1: good and I thought it was good, and ah. I, I
3: texted my mom, and I was like, what do you think of Jack in the Pulpit? Cause she always told me about that plant. It's like a favorite one. She's like, well, don't name your band that, and I was like, well, why not?
2: Oh, you know. You, you know what.
3: Uh, no,
0: I mean, it just sounds like suggestive, and, <laughs> yes. and I hadn't thought about that. And yeah. she,
3: she studied a lot of Shakespeare and Chaucer and stuff, and she was like, "Well, it's you know, suggestive, yeah." And I was yeah. like, "What?" She's like, "Well, uh, just texted me back, it's phallic," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Okay, great. Uh Maybe She was like, don't name, name your band Jack in the Pulpit. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, well, all right, fine. We're going to name this tune Jack in the Pulpit. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it doesn't have to be nev- the mission statement of the whole band. You have a moment <laughs> right. of
3: lurid imagery.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, That's right. fine.
2: Yeah. Yes. Right. And, uh, yeah, More we've subtle. never asked her for advice since. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Your> respectability. <laughs> mom. Mom. mom, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and cool. of course, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well on that note where do people go to uh get your album follow everything that you're doing um uh hemlock and hickory wise mm-hmm. and otherwise
1: yeah
2: well um for all things hemlock and hickory you could check out our website which is just um www.hemlockandhickory.com yeah. Um, that's pretty straightforward, but our music is also on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, like all the regular streaming platforms, Mm -hmm. um, as well as on Bandcamp where you can order physical CDs or, um, digital downloads there.
1: So
2: yeah, Facebook and all the, those handles.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for, uh, doing this, um, you know. Sat- saturday morning cliff uh, <laughs> top <laughs> interview yeah Co- uh,
3: collective seven hours of sleep oh, the, yeah. i <laughs> the think that's about
1: right
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: totally
3: thanks so much for having
2: us yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely what love. a pleasure
0: yeah e- easy to just sort of uh you know, all the like arranging and sensibilities stuff i just had to like sit in and like <laughs> right easy hang which is so
1: lovely uh, Great. what should we do for our final two uh, do that. Yeah, that would be a
3: fun, a fun one. We we played Josio together in 2019. You and I did. Yeah, yep.
0: Where was this? It was
3: over. It was with um Roger Netherton. It was like I... this small hang. I I didn't know. That, that sounds right. And it I was like remember. I had like it was a big group, and I think I was like two people away from you or something like that. And I remember I heard Josio, and I was like, just then getting into old, like really yeah. like sinking. And I was like, oh, this is my favorite tune ever at the time so i remember that playing with you yeah yeah
0: Hemlock and Hickory's website at hemlockandhickory.com, linked in the show notes, to find out when and where they're playing, buy their debut album, and find out more about them. You should also follow them on Instagram and Facebook. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash Make sure to follow my old-time trio, Tall Poppy String Band, on social media for tour dates and announcements. Check the link in the show notes for Get Up in the Cool merch and rep your favorite old-time podcast at the next Fiddlers convention. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional Clawhammer banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box set, available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.